Hey gorgeous, Aviola here, founder of warmanifesting.com and the Spiritpreneur Visibility Lab and the Spiritpreneur to Author Visibility Book Lab for coaches, healers, and creative gurus. Okay, so I'm here in my messy hallway. <laughs> I am doing my spring cleaning. If you saw my spiritual spring cleaning video, if you didn't, definitely check it out. I am doing donating, decluttering, all of that. That's why you see boxes and bags over there. And in this video, I'm going to be talking to you about working from home. Get a good angle. I think over here is better. Yes. <laughs> all right. So I'm going to be talking to you about working from home because there are so many people who are new to working from home because of this global pandemic. So for all of you, welcome, welcome, welcome to the party. I have been a work from homer for the majority of my adult career as a coach, healer, writer, um, speaker, creative, and maker. Now, of course, when I have, when I'm speaking somewhere or I am hosting my incredible retreats or events, I am outside of my home because that's what's required. But I happen to love working from home and it works with my personality. It works with who I am as a person. Uh, for those of you who know personality tests, I am an INFJ. Uh, so working at home for me is the cat's pajamas. I have friends who do exactly what I do and they are not work from home people. And what they generally will do is join a workspace because I have a lot of team members, but they are, they work virtually just like I work virtually and we, you know, um, work over the airwaves <laughs> as my dad will put it. We work via the internet and chat and etc. But I'll get to that in a second. So I'm going to be sharing the tips that I'm going to be sharing particularly work for people like me who have attention deficit challenges. If you are someone who find it hard to focus or concentrate, then these tips are for you. Okay. All right. So number, let's, let's just get into it. Um, I want to share with you also that I, this is probably the fifth time that I tried to make this video because I kept on getting interrupted, which is the challenge that most people have when you're working from home. So number one, make sure that you have a set workplace. Don't, you know, you're working in your bed this moment, you're working on the couch this moment, you're working this other place. Make sure that you are clear and you have a very set area. Okay, this is my workspace if you do not have an office. So I happen to live in New York City, so space is at a premium. Um, <laughs> as you can see from my messy hallway. Um, so for me, my office area is it doubles as a dining table when I have big guest meals. But I often don't have big situations where people are coming to sit down for a formal meal. That happens maybe twice a year or so. So the rest of the time, that table is my desk. And it is a great place for me to use to organize my things and all of that stuff, even though when I do the bulk of my work, which is, you know, either creating new courses like the Spiritpreneur Visibility Lab or, um, you know, talking to my clients over Zoom or Skype, 
recording new materials, writing my upcoming book, all of those kinds of things. A lot of it I also do on the sofa. So I'm very clear that I have three designated work areas and none of them are my bed because <laughs> you want to keep your bed comfortable for only two things should be happening in your bed. Um, so you want to, so for me, my three designated areas are my desk, which, you know, because I'm still a person that loves to work things out on paper. So my desk is a designated organizing space. I have book shelves, bookcases, and then my sofa is where I sit comfortably to be able to write and do things like that a lot of the time. And you can get desks on Amazon. I'll see if I can, I'll put some links below of um, some easy desk uh, desktops that you can use on Amazon to work on your sofa. Or number three, when you want to have a standing desk option, if you have any kind of bar space in your home, in my kitchen, I have a kitchen bar counter. So that is where if I want to do standing desk where I work there. And again, you can put an attachment that allows you to be able to, if you need more room to lift stuff up so that you can stand and work. Or you can just stack books and do it that way, and that'll give you a bit of variety, okay? So that's number one. You want to make sure that you have a designated space. You also may want to set the mood for yourself if you have... If you live with people and you need to put a do not disturb or they know that when they see you sitting there that that's when you're working, that is very, very important. I love to sometimes work with jazz music because if I work with music with words, um, jazz or classical music, if I work with music with words, I it's too much in my head. Um, sometimes I light candles for scented candles for the scent. Um, do whatever it takes to give you a productive feeling, all right? Number two, no TV or apps or distractions. This is one of the most challenging because people assume, you know, it's really crazy. Like for a long time, you know, luckily working from home is getting more common now. But for a long time, people didn't understand the people I love in my life. What, that working from home means you're working from home. So still, you know, this is the third time I've tried to record this because my mom sent me a random message and was like, you know, can you order me a case, some 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 uh, some water? Which this is a pandemic, so of course I shut things down and ordered my mom as much water as I'm able to find. But you know, her usual messages would be like, "Hey, have you are you watching Ellen?" Even though I've never seen the show before, except for once when another family member was on it. You know, so. People don't understand that you're working from home and you may have to convey that to them. And it it was very frustrating. It honestly used to make me very angry years ago. Like when people would do that, hey, can you hang out? No, I'm working because people didn't understand. Now I'm a little bit more lenient with it. People don't understand. It's okay. Um, just explain it to them. It is not a value judgment on you or what you do, which is how I was taking it. That somehow, you know, you wouldn't disturb other people at their jobs, but me... Hey, call me up, show up, whatever. <laughs> so, you know, just know that you, for your, um, for your focus, you have to do what's required. And that means, you know, maybe no TV, no apps. You have to treat your time as the same way as if you were in another office. Now, here is the caveat. 
for example, during my usual first meal of the day, it usually corresponds with the view. And I like watching, you know, the first 45 minutes of the view and taking a morning break at that time. However, I know that immediately after I have to go back to work, I, that used to be also be my workout slot. I would work out and then watch the view and go back to work. If you're able to do something like that, please do. It again depends on what your attention issues are and if you're able to go back to work after that. I had um, a therapist that I was working with. She's a breathwork coach, but for me, it's very much like therapy. She's amazing. Kathleen Booker, look her up or let me know if you need a breathwork coach. And I had to tell her that I couldn't schedule anymore during my work day. And she didn't understand why. And the reason is that for me, I have to have, you know, very set parameters when I'm working, if I go off now and have a breath work session or stop to do something else, my brain is now in a different zone and it's very challenging for me to get back into the flow of work. When I'm working, I'm like in the flow of work and I can work, you know, for hours on end. But then when my brain switches into something else, I'm in something else mode. So be very clear about your distractions. Um, I know this part is is very challenging. You may need to turn off your phone, put it in another area or something like that. And if that's what you need to do, do what you gotta do, all right? Number three, set your meal times. Don't leave things random. You know, if you were working with somebody else or working for somebody else um, or at an office, you have set times when you're gonna eat, right? So the same when you're working at home, you can know, okay, I need a, if you have a mid-morning snack, just like you would do with your kids or, you know, whatever it is, this is my lunchtime, this is my dinner time, this is my breakfast time or whatever it is, organize those times and have them set. The routine is really, really good for your productivity, particularly those of us who are otherworldly, uh, empathic beings. <laughs> and I don't remember because like I said, I've done this video, started this video a couple of times uh, and then my mom called. But if I didn't already say my personality type is INFJ. So do with that as you will. It lends itself easily to working at home. Number four, no friend zone. <laughs> this is a no friend time during when you're working. Now, for those people who have personalities where you are extroverted and you can go and work and you're around a lot of people and oh, we're all working, that's great. <laughs> go for it. If you know you can talk on the phone to your friend and get back to work, I cannot. So even when I'm texting with my friend, it is a full-on sport. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and then I'm off base, which, you know, for those of us who, if you run your own business, your time is valuable. Your time is, you know, your time should be valuable no matter what. But if you don't work, you're not going to, you know, create whatever it is that you came to create in the way that you're wanting to create it. And the reason for creating your own business is because we love what we, what we do. And so, Alignment always over hustle, alignment over hustle, alignment over hustle. So have times where it's set for your friends, you know, and make time for your friends, but that time may not be or should not be necessarily during your workday if that doesn't work for you, all right? Number five, batching, batching and chunking. I hate the word chunking, um, but it basically means uh, organizing your time into chunks where you're doing similar tasks. So this is email time. This is video time. This is 
you know, coaching or consulting time or whatever it is, is great for productivity, especially if you have attention challenges or, or are just easily distracted. Batching, chunking your time is wonderful. Along those lines, number six, <laughs> I call it, um, I divide my day into what I call shifts, just like if you were working for someone else and it's four hour shifts and I have very clear times where, you know, um, my shifts are eight to 12, um, noon to four, four to eight, eight to 12, did I do it right? Eight to 12, noon to 12, noon to eight to 12, 12 to four, four to eight. And during those shift times, like I know, for example, like cleaning this hallway that I'm doing now would be usually within um, a specific shift, you know, so those kinds of things are really, really helpful for organizing your time. All right. Especially for the new work from homers uh, who are just doing this as a temporary solution. Number seven, um, self-care during work from home is really important. So if you're somebody who gets into a zone, I get into a zone and then I'm in a zone and I'm like there in that, you know, um, cause I'm so passionate about what I do. And you can let your, your basic self suffer. And I've had friends talk to me about this. I've had clients talk to me about this. So make sure that you're eating. It may help to move, you know, a water jug to your work area. If you're somebody that's not going to get up and get water, get up, go to the bathroom, take care of your bladder, take care of your body. Um, just nurture yourself. Like I said, music, if that helps you, you know, some some uh, some nice candles. Uh, if that's something that you do, um, you know, just create your environment and take care of you. Take care of your own health and well-being. And then last but not least, number eight, let's talk about your team. So no goddess is an island and we all have team members that you're working with, whether you work with someone else or you work uh, for yourself or you should because, you know, it's the most, uh, it's the biggest gift. Delegation is the biggest gift that you can give to yourself and allows you to be able to scale and grow your business. So my team members and I are all virtual so, you know, the beautiful thing is that, you know, a lot of people are finding through this pandemic, well, nothing, it's not beautiful, but that a lot of the in-person meetings and things like that, that they would have before, a lot of it could be answered by an email. So make sure that you have set ways to communicate with your team. Monday.com, Asana, these are softwares that will allow you to be organized. If you don't have access to that, you know, simple you know, emails and, um, you know, Google Drive, but you should have set protocols on, you know, for example, always, instead of starting a random new chain, always hit return and reply in the email. You know, what do you reply all and what do you not? What do you blind CC and what do you not? Um, having very clear uh, subject lines and emails is very important. Not, hey, Susie, or whatever, then when you're trying to find the email, it's really annoying. You know, have very clear subject lines explaining what it is, you know, and folders and organizing yourself and your team members that way. If you have a virtual team, giving them instructions by listing out things, you know, numerically, number one, do this, number two, number three, is much better than paragraphs where things can get clouded. And it is miraculous and incredible. Recently, I had a team member 
um, that I helped to facilitate her moving to work with someone else that I know. And the person was amazed because she was, you know, she's a, an older person from a different world where you needed to have face-to-face -face conversations all the time. And she was amazed that this team member who's been with me for two years, that this was the first time in maybe a year that I had had a face-to-face -face conversation with her in having this three-way call. And because there was no need to, because we've been com communicating and chatting and, you know, sending out, you know, very detailed responses. And so we've been very productive that way. So of course, though, you want to prioritize mental health and stability and healing. And so do what works for you. All right. So hopefully that is super helpful. I'm going to put a link to my free Stop Self-Sabotage kit under this conversation. And also, if you are a coach, a healer, or creative guru who is wanting more visibility in your business, I have a free masterclass for you at richgoddess.club. What's the link? richgoddess.club. Say that again, richgoddess.club. Bye. Be seen, be heard, be a movement. <laughs> Bye. Get back to this hallway.